1: Well,
2: hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone, here. And we are coming to you live uh, from beautiful Las Vegas, of course. Well, today is September 25th. Oh, my goodness. Where did the month go? It's just, hey, Halloween will be here soon. Fall is here. The, The whole changing of the time. You know, I hate that stuff about the time change stuff. But anyway, let's deal with that later. Right now, we have a really cool show to deal with for now. And as I said, we are live right this minute, and there is a lot going on. If you live in the Long Beach area, of Cal- Long Beach, California area, you are in for a treat. You probably already know about it. It's the Catalina Film Festival, and it actually started the online version, portion, I should say, of it uh, started on September 18th for the online films. And it concludes on Sunday, September 27th. But tonight, and just about, it is 5.15 p.m. West Coast time here. So just about 45 more minutes. Uh, they are going to have a really cool event. It's the world's first ever Carpool Cinema with a drive-through red carpet in Long Beach and it's going to take place tonight uh, and this is in honor of the West Craven Horror thriller block of short films uh, the whole West Craven award and all of that kind of great stuff so the big drive-through red carpet event is what I am so excited about so if you are in the Long Beach area you might want to go and check it out get your tickets and such and just uh, just have some have a lot of fun now you can get all of the information and the details Catalina film.org. You can get all of that. Everything starts around six o'clock. It's just going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And so for those of you who can't, like me, who are not in the area, what you can do if you can't make it, uh, you can, you want to see the, the actual live stream of the red carpet ceremony live at the Catalina Film Fest. Go to their Facebook page and you can see everything. And I believe, if not mistaken, it starts at 6 p.m. Um, West Coast time. So, of course, that's 9 for you. You know, you know the drill, you got your calculator, you know what time zone you're in, but Hey, you don't have long. So make sure you go and click on, uh, their Facebook page. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but just go, just go to uh, Facebook search box, Catalina film fest, and you'll find it. It's right there. But what we're going to do is earlier today, in spite of his extremely busy schedule, uh, I did get a chance to talk to the Catalina Film Festival director, Ron Trupa. And so let's go and bring on Ron's uh, chat that I did with him earlier, maybe about three hours ago. And so he can give us some more details about this year's Catalina Film Festival. So let's bring up Ron's uh, chat right now. Okay, 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 everyone. We have our next guest here uh, on Film Festival Radio, and he is the uh, festival director. His name is Ron, is it Troppa or Troopa, Ron? Troopa. Troopa for the Catalina Film Festival that's already underway online, but they've got a lot of cool activities coming up starting tonight through Sunday. So, Ron, let's start with the big uh, red carpet. It's a little bit, you got a little, little bit of a twist on the festival this year, of course, because of COVID-19. So tell us what, what we're going to expect with the drive through red carpet. Of
0: course. Well, it's the first the world's first red carpet for a film festival that's drive through So we're kind of excited to see how this is all going to play out. I think everyone else is. We sold out tonight. Tonight is the... Uh Wes Craven Friday Fright Night. It's a horror block of films that we started with Wes Craven. I think back in 2014, and uh, Wes would always pick the winner of the short film Horror Competition. And when he passed away, the legacy kind of went on with his family and and our festival. So we're going to show those shorts first, and then we're going to follow it up with a bonus screening of uh, his film, Nightmare on Elm Street, right after
2: it is such a classic uh, film. I was talking with a filmmaker earlier this week that's, uh he's kind of new and he's into the horror genre and he was just saying how Wes Craven and his films really inspired him as a child. So that's that's so cool that you guys are honoring continuing with his legacy there. So that's nice.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, he's definitely the godfather of horror and thrillers. You know, he did a lot of really cool, films and and some mainstream films as well
2: yes he definitely definitely did so okay so you guys are going to have the uh the carpool cinema with the drive through red carpet there so uh, tell everybody about that you guys are honoring uh acclaimed actor martin cove so tell us about that whole event for tomorrow night yeah.
0: Yeah, and to, so tomorrow we're partnering with Film Festival Flicks. So um they're, you know, an online portal for festivals. And uh, the idea behind this screening is at the Scottish Rite uh, Event Center in uh, Long Beach. And we thought it would be cool to have themed nights. And tomorrow night is like an 80s themed night. So we're doing L.A. Short films in our competition, but then we're also doing the bonus screening of the Breakfast Club right after. So um, we're fans of Cobra Kai, we're fans of the Karate Kid, so we thought, why not? You know, honor Martin Cove, who's got this you know great career with Rambo and um, you know obviously all the Karate Kid films. And he was, and he he seemed to hit the bill for the theme of the night, and we're excited to have him. We're gonna do a socially distanced uh, costume co- contest slash mask contest, and basically bring uh, Marty over across the carpet, interview him, give him his trophy. We're gonna do a live feed on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, so you should be able to just go into the Catalina Film Facebook page and and see everything right there. It's kind of it's kind of exciting, you know. We yeah. have a really big 40 foot by 12 foot red carpet you know it's like the Emmys. it's like you know, it's like that big sort of uh, grandiose carpet that we use and uh, now we're gonna have cars driving over it for the first time
2: wow <laughs> so. that's gonna be so much fun i grew up like i guess many people in my age group grew up going to drive-in movie theaters and they were all so much fun and yeah i'm glad to see i well i'm unfortunately, be under these circumstances of the virus. But it's good, I think, to see and let younger people see the, the value and the fun of the drive-in movie experience. And so I'm glad you guys are doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you have the advantage because at Film Festival Radio, you're already broadcasting to people through FM. So that's kind of, you know, taking from the old drive-in movie theater format yeah. and, and, and doing it with film. So that's kind of what we're doing with this carpool cinema. We're, we're broadcasting. We, you know, everyone gets an FM channel when they come in, and we tell them what it is, and they log in and they they can hear what's going on with the movies, the presentations off the mics live from the red carpet. We're gonna project right onto the screen while the red carpet's going on. So it, it's kind of like this modern version of what used to be in film yeah. and drive-in theaters. Yeah. So we're we're really excited to kind of bring that nostalgia back.
2: I love it. And for people who can't make it, I mean, if they want to dress up at home and have their popcorn or their pizza, and they can still, you know, if they got a 150 foot screen television at home yeah. they can still have some fun and
0: absolutely they, they can see the films we're playing and if they go to our, our website catalinafilm.org they can go and they can get a full pass for 49 they get 119 films for 49 and they can buy any film they want for 12 but like they can be a virtual part of festival well, anywhere in the world yeah and that's that's kind of a new experience that we've never done before either so it's it's kind of fun tying it all together because people can also go online and make comments and talk about the films. Uh And we've never done that before, especially being on an island.
2: Yeah. And so people can kind of be their own Siskel and Ebert at home (laughs) this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be fun.
2: Uh, I've been to California since I was a kid. I don't know how many times. I have never been to Catalina. And I... And now that I'm back here living in Vegas, I'm going to make it a point to go to beautiful Catalina Island. I've got to.
0: Well, we would love to have you. So everyone at Film Festival Radio, feel free to come out to the island. It's gorgeous. It looks like the mouthy coast the French Riviera Uh, right here in Los Angeles County. So you don't even have to go far. But it's it's really hallowed grounds for film. You know, this is the first sound movie theater in the world, and it's not just this little shoebox. It's a it's a 1,200-seat movie palace that uh, William Wrigley built, and Charlie Chaplin and C.W. Griffith screened their first hockey films, and Marilyn Monroe lived on the island. Her husband was a projectionist in that booth. So, I mean, it, it, Ronald Reagan was discovered on the island with Warner Brothers. So it's got this really amazing history of film, and it sits there 22 miles off the coast of L.A., and... And it's just it's a it's a whole time warp when you go there and people just love it. It's magical.
2: Oh, I've there's no seen reason sports. not to go. There is none. There's no reason, there's no excuse. I have so many friends who have told me you've gotta to go to Catalina. Gotta go, gotta go. So now I live on the West Coast. I'm going watch me. I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna
0: call See, up. now you know someone to call on, Janice we right. can have you out.
2: That's right. So, hey Ron, I'm here <laughs> <laughs>
0: well Well, i wouldn't mind that
2: oh yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do that one for sure but okay so so uh, i understand that you guys have over a hundred nineteen twenty or so films for the people to if you get the full pass to stream and watch are there any two three four in titles in particular that you guys are are really excited about having to screen this year
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, you can see them all on FilmFestivalFlicks.com. That's the okay. beauty of this this year. But we have a great film called The Subject that stars Jason Biggs that you probably know from American Pie fame. Yeah. Um, but this is a real transitional role for him. He really goes deep into the inner psyche of this character. Um, I was impressed because, honestly, I didn't expect the type of performance that I saw. That was really great. There's a movie called The Color Rose. It's sort of like a teenage um horror whodunit thriller but it's not your typical um film for that genre there's a lot of weird twists that you wouldn't expect and i've seen a lot of film um but it does it takes you and it's interesting and it's fascinating um and i think it's going to be called a new name because it just got picked up for distribution so you probably should get it now before it goes um there's a, a Short film called *The Subject* that's only three minutes long. Oh, no, not *The Subject*. Uh, it's called uh, *Responsible*, and it sticks and loops in my brain constantly for the past three months. And it's just—it's—it's it's about you know, it's about the atrocities over in the in the Middle East and and what's going on over there with, um, you know, all the terrorism and, and it's just, it's just, it's just three minutes and it's very impactful. Um, there's a great animated feature film that's Pixar quality called, uh, sheep and wolves, pig deal done by an animation studio called wizards entertainment out of Russia. They're like the biggest animation studio in Russia. Um, and it's just a great film. I think it's, Premiering in the United States on our system, uh, so I would check that out with the family. Uh, there's a film called The Accidental Rebel that uh, is just another great, amazing piece with a tremendous acting, tremendous high drama, um, and I would check that out. There's a lot, and then we also have comedies, and we have a lot of uh, you know student films of like amazing students that are doing great work on their way out and and all that stuff. So it's it's uh it's 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 a overall, it's a really great festival that we're proud of this year. conservation films, um, short animation contests with beautiful animation, some that are tear jerkers. Uh, go check it out. I mean, really, there's just a lot. You can check out on Film Festival Flicks all of the trailers. you can preview all the synopsises, and you can basically uh, take a good look before you even want to buy a pass. So just go there, check it out. You know we're not lying. We're quality sticklers, and that's what we do every year. We just get great film.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. You've got that strong reputation for doing that, of course. So, okay. Uh, when do you guys start accepting submissions of, uh, because I always get that question from filmmakers. They want to, you know, you know how aggressive some filmmakers are.
0: We usually start October 1st, like right after the festival, but oh, okay. this year we're, we might hold back a little bit just because we're still trying to navigate what 2021 will look like. Uh-huh. But normally in October is when we open for next year.
2: Okay. And so how many submissions did you guys get this year?
0: I think we had over two thousand this uh, year and we were surprised ooh. because we heard a lot of things were tailing off. Uh, and uh when we they just kept coming in and, and hopefully that's hats off to our reputation and, and we're just really proud about that. But then, you know, we saw a lot of festivals say that they were losing submissions and thank God that didn't really happen.
2: Oh man, two over two thousand. That is this sounds like an uptick. My goodness.
0: It's a lot, it's a lot We have over 70 screen reader judges And we watch every film at least three times We'll even give filmmakers feedback Because I know, big concern One of the reasons we got into this Was filmmakers didn't think their films Were actually getting watched ah. And that's something that was always big on our brains So we will give you feedback if you ask for it okay. Even if you didn't get accepted
2: <laughs> Okay, and that's good though good. That's, that's creative, yeah. constructive criticism. Well, they,
0: they paid submission fees So mm-hmm. oh, they're yeah. paying for the feedback
2: so by mid, say, mid-October, people should, the filmmakers should go to CatalinaFilm.org and just start looking for submissions.
0: Yeah, CatalinaFilm.org. Go to the tickets page, and you'll see everything over on Film Festival Flicks. You'll see these two um, uh, cinema carpools that we're doing here in Long Beach, and and just come join the fun.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I plan on doing that, getting uh, in for the weekend because I have a lot to, I just need to relax this weekend. So I think, you know, clicking on, tuning in, this will be good for me to take a look at uh, some of these wonderful films we've been talking about. So, Mr. Ron, I know know you've got a lot going on here with your festival starting, uh, well, tonight and all the way through the weekend. So, Thank you for bringing us some behind-the-scenes information about this really cool Catalina Film Festival, and I look forward to meeting you on the island in person.
0: Yes. (laughs) That would be great. That would be great. Thank you so much, Janice. I appreciate it. I
2: really appreciate talking to you as well. Thank you, and good luck, and have fun this weekend, of course. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, thank you so much, Ron, for allowing us to just borrow a few minutes of your time. So courteous and kind of him, because can you imagine how busy he must be? Uh, they have a big red carpet event tonight, and then all of the activities that's happening over the weekend. Yeah, it's a lot. But for those of us who can't be there in person to get in on that really fun sounding drive through red carpet event. We can also see it online again. Just go to their website and, uh, which is what I'm going to do all the the weekend. You can go to CatalinaFilm.org or just go to their Facebook page and just tune in to look at the live stream of the drive through red carpet. It's going to be a lot of fun. The carpool cinema, the first ever. Let's not forget that. Okay, uh when we come back, we will be uh chatting with one of my favorite people. I'm yours too, the one and only Jane Lynch. So we'll be back right after this on Film Festival Radio Show. We're back with more uh, film festival radio show with me, Janice Waller here, and we are coming to you live. Uh, it's September twenty-five in the evening, early evening here in Las Vegas, and uh, we are just, we're just, we're just hanging out with you because we like hanging out with you. And you obviously like hanging out with us, because you've been doing it ever since what? We've been doing this show since 2007, long before the podcast boom even. Most people back then did not even know what a podcast was. Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard to believe. But yes, that we were there. But anyway, let me tell you about our guest. Uh, Earlier this week, I had the opportunity to chat with the Fabulous, the one and only actress, singer, now game show host, Jane Lynch. She doesn't need an introduction. She is Jane Lynch. But she's got a lot going on here coming up on Tuesday, September 29th. Make sure you tune in to uh, NBC because Jane is the new host of the Weakest Link game show. And for those of you are my age, or maybe a little bit younger. Uh, you remember The Weakest Link. It premiered here in the States. It originally was a, a British game show, but it uh, premiered here in the States. I believe it was in uh, 2000 through, I think 2003 or something like that. And so now this is a revival of sorts. For the Emmy Award-winning Miss Jane Lynch, and uh, you know if you've seen the show, it's eight strangers. Uh, they they go into this high stakes game uh, where they got they have to all work together as a team uh, to bank the maximum amount of prize money possible over seven rounds of this rapid bang 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 rapid fire trivia, and at the end of each round, is every man every Women for themselves as players. Uh, And then the other players have to vote to eliminate the fellow contestant that they consider to be the weakest lake. Therein lies the title. Only one champion will be left standing, the last person standing at the end of the game. And guess what? They might win up to a million dollars in prize money. So yeah, they're going to be duking it out here. And the main thing is not only the money but they don't want to hear those last famous words. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Don't want to hear Jane say that. They just don't want, you just can't live with yourself. But but it's a lot of fun. And it will be premiering, The Weakest Link, on Tuesday, September 29th, 8 p.m. on NBC. And so, as I said, I got the opportunity to chat with Jane. This is probably, what is this, my second, second or third time this year talking with Jane Lynch. Uh, she's just always fun to talk to. And this is what's really interesting about this interview is that I had never, I I, I must confess, I have never, I had never done a zoom call until I talked with Jane Lynch. So if you must have your first zoom call, why couldn't I talk with one of my friends or relatives? No, no, no. I got to go all the way to the top of of the heap and, and the top of the mountain and talk with one of the, the superstars of, of daytime. I mean, not sorry. Uh, game time, game television, the fabulous Jane Lynch. This is who I did my first zoom with Oh goodness. I was so nervous because I didn't want to louse it up. But Jane, as you will hear, she was so funny and so kind. And she kind of, at the end, kind of directed me, okay, this is what you need to do now. (laughs) So she is such a good sport, just like she is on the game shows and when she was on Glee and everywhere we've seen her. That's why she's got all these Emmy Awards, you know? But anyway, let's go to uh, the interview that I did uh, earlier this week with Jane Lynch. And she talks about being not only the host of the new and improved version of the weakest link but she's also the boss she is the executive producer of the show as well so let's bring her on right now try not to laugh at me about the zoom stuff please hey jane how are you nervous about doing zoom but not nervous about talking to you which is crazy well you're doing great so far look at that okay well let's just jump right in here with both hands and feet here the Weakest Link, big premiere, September 29 on NBC, of course. And, okay, so this is the new and improved Jane Lynch version. So what can we expect uh, with the Jane Lynch version that we didn't see earlier in the decade?
1: Well, what Jane Lynch is doing is not messing with the earlier versions which of the game, which is, you know, a, a fantastic, um, uh, based on the BBC quiz show format. So it's the exact same show. And it's exact same music, uh, like the score. It's the same kind of lighting, um, but of course with uh, 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 all new questions. With a reference level that's kind of high, you know. It's not for a, it's not for slouches. And um, it's you know rapid fire questioning where the top, the clock is ticking, and you can't mull over answers for too very long without taking off your uh, uh, your fellow contestants. So it's it's basically the same show, but just I'm wearing the black suit this time. And I understand that you're also the executive producer. So what was that like? It was great. You know, I I certainly don't put my fingers into areas that I have no expertise in, but there are some things that I I really loved and I'm really good at, like the aesthetic and, and um, uh, uh, like the music um, and uh, how, how just kind of how things are on set, how we're all, yeah, yeah, everybody's always very polite anyway, but it's a very quiet set and it's polite. So I, you know, i, I uh, that's kind of my mark on those things.
2: Well, you're such a multi-talented person. I call people with all these multi-talents. I call them your superpowers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, which of your magical superpowers did you rely on the most
1: in, in being executive producer of this show? Um, uh, steering the ship, really. I, I'm, I'm great at throwing parties. I, I love to do it. Like with Hollywood Game Night, I I was always like the party host, and this I am the host for this particular game, and I'm the one who you know kind of lays down the rules, and I know when to insert my personality and myself and my you know comments, and I know when to step back and just play the game, and I think that's the most important thing is that the contestants need to feel that they are being taken care of and that um, they can relax and just focus on answering the questions, and I and I hope that I create an environment for them where they can do that.
2: Were you a fan or an avid viewer of the show when it first came out over here? I was.
1: I was, yes. I was an avid viewer and a fan. And I love trivia. Um, It's my favorite kind of game. And uh, one of the things that I I think people will experience watching our show as well is I I always learned something. It was always an education. Um, Because the questions are from uh, not only history, but literature and Science and weather, and and uh, what's the tallest uh, mountain in you know the United States? Mount Whitney. I didn't know that. I learned so much. What is the most abundant element on the Earth? And it's nitrogen. I didn't. Know I didn't that. know that either. What good information yeah. to have. Wow. Well, finally here, Jane.
2: If you had to put together your own weakest link team that
1: did a celebrity version, who were a couple of people you would want on your team? People I would want on my team are uh, Yvette Cole Brown, Anthony Anderson, um, uh, uh, Paul Rudd, Sean Hayes. Um, oh gosh, who else? I know I'm moving people out who are really smart. Uh, 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 oh, uh, Chris Colfer, one of the smartest people. Matthew Morrison, really smart person. And yeah, there you go. Oh, that's a smart team. Kristen i would Bowne, not. a custom smart. Yeah, she's Cristina.
2: smart too. Okay, okay. Well, finally, for sure, we're landing this plane. Any live tweeting on premiere night? I, I don't think
1: so. It's okay. not a thing of the past. I want you to watch the game. If they want me to live tweet, I will do whatever they want me to do. But um, I, I, I love to watch the show, and I think people should watch the show too. Okay. So, I will that, be that, that being said, I'm probably live tweeting. <laughs> well, we'll find out and see. We'll but out. again,
2: big night, September 29th on NBC. Jane, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Hopefully I'll chat with you in your next project because you've got so many with those superpower talents of yours.
1: <laughs> thank,
2: you. <laughs> thank you so much. You bet. You okay, bet. bye-bye. Bye.
1: And to your right is Leave the Room. See that? Oh, wait, hold on.
2: Oh, thank you. You're Instructions. Welcome. See, that's why you're the
1: host. <laughs> leave the Room. Goodbye. The room. Bye. <laughs>
2: Oh, goodness. Okay. I told you it was, it was a mess. I'm, I'm so serious. I have never done a Zoom phone call. And as you heard, Jane was just such a trooper and so kind and sweet and patient with me. But it was, as Popeye the sailor used to say, it was so embarrassing. It was really oh geez okay I lived through it I mean I've done hundreds and hundreds of top celebrity interviews never nervous really truly at never but that little thing called zoom just had me freaking out because I as I said earlier I did not want to mess it up I did not want to disconnect myself and you know how many people really get to the opportunity to talk with Jane Lynch one-on-one like that. And I was just sweating bullets, rusty bullets. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. But I got through it. Jane helped me to get through it. And Jane, thank you so much. Hopefully the next time that we talk, uh, I will be a master at Zoom. Maybe it just won't be Zoom. All of this virus... Stuff will be over with, and we can just sit down and chat in person like we used to. And anyway, make sure you tune in to Jane uh and the uh new version, the new 2020 version of the Weakest Lake on NBC Tuesday night, September 29th, 8 o'clock p.m. all over time zones there. And again, if you are in the Long Beach area. It's, it's They're throwing down. They are throwing down at the Catalina Film Festival, and they're going to throw down even more harder uh, tomorrow night as they honor actor Martin Martin Cove with the Career Tribute Award uh, tomorrow night, September 26th, and that starts at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. So Martin has done so many fun, wonderful roles. He's just a really, really good actor, as we all know. So anyway... That's a lot going on this weekend. So we're going to see you guys in the next edition of Film Festival Radio Show. I'm Janice Malone. Make sure you drop us a line, info at filmfestivalradio.com. And we'll say hello to you. You say hello to us. Okay. See you next time. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio.